Hi, this is Elton John here. Together with the Alliance for Lifetime Income, I'm spreading the word about the importance of protected income, which is money you're guaranteed to get. Protected income from an annuity helps ensure you have all your bases covered so you can have the financial freedom to tick off your bucket list. Meet with your financial advisor to ask if you have protected income and get their help making a plan that fits your unique financial goals. Go to protectedincome.org today. Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house where you're hanging out, playing games, and you get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. Warning! Wake up sleepers. Wake up woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no deceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught, will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. Welcome back, my friends, fellows, neighbors, and wonderful listeners. I greet you today with wonderful, wonderful hope and visions of the future so that we can all be in a state of peace. You know, Christ promised peace, even in a time of turmoil. My life has been full of turmoil, and there's been very, very little peace. But throughout it, there is a sense of no guilt, which is wonderful. The weight of the world is a heavy burden. And so if you feel that way, my friends, if you feel that you have this weight upon your back, it's time to shed it. Because, you know, the less we are informed, but the more we are awake with our eyes open. We might not be aware of the plots to destroy mankind. We might not be aware of the deceptions coming out of the news because we simply choose to turn off the news and stop their media rant, governmental parodies of what is a real government for the people and by the people. We simply choose not to listen to those things. So we're a little bit disconnected. And then we wake up and at any moment, the flash of destruction comes and we find ourselves well with it, okay with it, because we are aware of the prophecies. We are aware of the revelations, the many, many revelations throughout the centuries that promise the destruction of the wicked. And so, here we are, my friends, in another day, another episode. This one's special because I had somewhat of a of an epiphany of an idea. Now, this is 
an idea of mine. It's not uh, doctrine. It's not uh, something that comes from the brethren themselves. It's not something that is scripture. But it's an idea theory, and it could be correct. Several months ago, I had an idea about uh, President Trump and Moroni. Some of you saw that podcast special. And today is quite the same. Now, again, this is theory. But it very well could be. Because as I've developed it and thought about it, it seems to make sense. Now, what I have thought of this as follows. And what I've worked out in my mind as I see the signs around me. Again, this is not some major revelation from the Holy Ghost. This is something that I've worked out on my own, having to do with the Antichrist and his reign of terror. And so the name of the episode today is the Antichrist is already reigning. The reign of the Antichrist has already begun. We are in the middle well, not exactly in the middle, but we are in the beginning of the stages of the reign of the Antichrist. Now, wait a minute. Let me explain that to you. In Revelations, as in Daniel and other Old Testament scriptures, as well as New Testament, Matthew, it explains to us that there will be a reign of an Antichrist, a he, a devil-like figure made flesh, that is to rule the world with power, greed, to be a despot, to persecute the saints of the Most High, to desecrate the temple, to slaughter millions and millions, to not have desire for women, and to bring the desolation and desecration inside the temple, in other words, gay marriage. All these things are the reign of the Antichrist and some of the things he does, because he does a lot more. He opens up the bottomless pit, um, he gives us plagues, there's famine, etc. So these are some of the things that the Antichrist performs, but let me develop my thoughts to you and explain to you why it could be possible, it very well could be possible, that the prophecy has begun and already is beginning to be fulfilled, that indeed the Antichrist is reigning right now at this very moment among us. And his reign is in full power right now, today. Now, mind you, he hasn't taken over the temples yet, but his reign has started. These are a couple of the things that make me develop this idea. First of all, speaking about revelations, we have heard very little since the dispensation of the fullness of times began. We've heard very little about this subject from the brethren. I've scoured the prophecies and found some among uh, Brigham Young, some from Joseph Smith, but most of the time they tell us things like, well, 
The book of Revelation is one of the easiest books to understand. This comes from the mouth of Joseph Smith. However, there's no real explanations other than Doctrine and Covenants that explains to us some of the figurative language of the Revelations, the book of Revelations, written by John the Beloved when he was exiled to the island of Patmos. And so, during this vision in the temple of the island of Patmos, John the Beloved saw Jesus Christ face to face, appeared to him, and Jesus Christ revealed the following revelation to him, which was in the book of Revelations, otherwise known as the Apocalypse in the Latin, Latin tongues, the Latin translations of the Bible. And that's where we get the name Apocalypse from. Apocalypse being, meaning the same thing as Revelation, something revealed, and Apocrypha meaning something that is hidden. And so with this revelation, John the Beloved explained to us that there would be indeed an Antichrist reigning and ruling in terror. But he also explained that the church itself would have to go into the wilderness, not as a form of apostasy, because there will never be apostasy again, but as a form of hiding, to hide itself from the beast and from the Antichrist. Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house where you're hanging out, playing games, and you get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can test for fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Sawiga Council on Aging is Southwest Georgia's local aging and disability resource connection for information on aging or living with a disability. Let the Council on Aging connect you to your home-delivered meals and group meals, personal care services, transportation needs, and many more resources. Call 800-282-6612. Making aging more engaging. Sawiga Council on Aging. Come engage with us. Are you with me so far? Okay. Now, I want to go back to this point of the brethren. The brethren have never, hardly ever, spoken about Revelations or Daniel, spoken about an Antichrist. There's very little talk. We had a lot of that in the 80s, a lot of wonderful talks about the end of the world at the 80s, and we used to hear the phrases that it is... 11.55 at night, here comes midnight, five minutes from now. We are all expecting the end of the world to come somewhere around the year 2000, or even in the 1980s, by the way they were talking. But again, man's time is not the same time as God's time, and God, for him, five minutes can mean 50, 60 years, for all we know. So... Again, when we're talking about right there at your doorsteps, these words have been used since the 1800s when Joseph Smith 
was alive. And so therefore, man's time is not God's time. And so we cannot really go by those definitions. What we can go by is the literal days counted by John the Revelator, which gives us an exact count, and by Daniel the prophet. It also gives us an exact time of the reign of the Antichrist, which is divided into months, days, years, and hours, to be specific, which is pretty cool. But when that time is, is up in the air, a mystery. So let's go back to the brethren. The brethren haven't spoken about this subject much. And a subject so important as a personage, a person of flesh and blood reigning in terror upon the earth, seems rather important for them not to talk about, doesn't it? However, this subject has been very little touched upon throughout the centuries of the seventh seal. In other words, the centuries of the seventh time the gospel dispensation of the fullness of times, the seventh time the gospel is fully proclaimed on the earth. It's been very little touched upon. Why? Well, any of the teachers I've ever asked about this subject when I was younger always explained that the Antichrist was more figurative than literal. And I always dismissed this thought, thinking to myself, you know, Daniel, Revelations are very specific about the he figure. He not liking girls, he being a homosexual, he reigning from the terrific throne he set himself up on in the temple of our Lord. So he, the Antichrist, always appeared to me as a figure, as a personage, in my thoughts and my realities. But my teachers, and certainly some of the brethren that have spoken, have said the following words. They've said that there has been many Antichrists, many, including Korhor in the new revelations, the modern-day revelations of ancient scripture upon this continent called the Book of Mormon. Yes, this very same Korhor was a figure of an Antichrist coming to destroy the work of God, thwarted, of course, made dumb, made the flee, and then finally died. And they've spoken about many, many images of the Antichrist throughout the history of time. And have even suggested that the Antichrist is more of a figurative meaning many than one individual. And that is what my thought development is today. Rather than the reign of the Antichrist being one individual sir that we are waiting for to see because at any day he should show his ugly face full of glamour, full of charisma and powers beyond what we could imagine. Instead of waiting for a figurative man, and when I say figurative, I mean literal, for a literal man to appear to us, what if this man is a symbol? What if this he is a they? And what if the Antichrist is more of an organization instead of a man? 
Now, this makes perfect sense with the language of Revelation, as well as the language of Daniel, if you think about it. It makes sense both ways. It makes sense that he's a man, but it also makes sense that he is an organization, because let's go to the opposite. Wait a minute. Catch up with me for a second here. Let's go to the opposite. Let's go to what opposite ends are. The opposition of the Antichrist. Well, what's the opposite of the Antichrist? Some would say it's Christ, right? Well, no, not upon earth. But Christ is upon earth, then it's the end game. That's over. We've won. The enemies have been burned, subdued, and we've won. Christ steps foot upon the earth. The Jews fall upon their knees, worship Christ. We are in the end game. No, the opposite of the Antichrist, my friends, figuratively speaking, on the earth would not be a man at all, but would be the church of Jesus Christ itself. For John gave the figure, the opposite of a man, gave the figure of a woman, didn't he? And he called the church of Jesus Christ a woman. A woman that is in travail. A woman that is suffering greatly. And a woman that is the bridegroom, as described in Matthew. I'm sorry, bridegroom. <laughs> Once again, a slip of the tongue, a bride. I apologize for that slip of the of the tongue there. But, like I said, if you think about the imagery, this woman is figuratively you and I, the church of Jesus Christ on the earth, travailing in pain, suffering because of the persecution of this he, she man, this symbol of evil on the earth, destruction of chaos. So let's put this to our times. The woman, the church, the bride, are we not suffering? Are we not being persecuted and exiled? Are we not being made to suffer through this time of, once again, woman's travail, affliction and terror? Has the tribulation, once again, the terrors of the night, the shadows of darkness roaming about freely, as in one of my podcasts, Shadows Walk in Daylight, very important to listen. Has this not begun? The woman's travail, the deliverance, the pains, the throbbing pains, the affliction of birthing a child, symbolic, yes, because the Christ will come, the birthplace will be from heaven, and the Christ will descend upon Israel, Mount of Olives will be rent in twain, just like birth, my friends. Options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. 
so I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. And, and, and Christ will reign on the earth. The millennium time will begin and there will be a reign for a thousand years. All will be well. And we're not going to talk about the end of the thousand years right now. We'll leave that for another podcast. But what I'm speaking to you, my friends, is the following. If this birthing, these pains, this suffering, which is in, it's, it's made symbolic through the birthing of a woman, the labors of, of childbirth. And I just had a friend of mine, a very good friend of our family, give birth to her brand new baby boy. Congratulations. But the pains, the pains she suffered, all women know. They are excruciating. And so to deliver the Christ, the child, the birthing of salvation, to bring Christ back to the earth, will take a lot of pain. And so John the Revelator gives very graphic and vivid imagery, symbolism, of the deliverance of this Christ to the earth for the second time the second coming of man. But before that, we have incredible tribulation from this birthing process, incredible pains and sufferings to the point that the actual mother of the church has to run, hide herself in the wilderness. Imagine a woman in travail, a woman that is going through labor pains, having to hide in the forest so that the beast does not devour her. Well, we don't have one woman, it is one church. We don't have one throng of pain, we have many, many waves of pain as women know. They come in pain waves about every 60 seconds of that. The the travail gets closer and closer together. Right? Right, that is the symbolism of it. You have these birthing pains these contractions that begin very separated and then get closer and closer together. The pain that the church feels begins to be almost unbearable if it were not for the deliverance of the beautiful child, baby boy, baby girl that comes into the world, the travail would be too much. Too much for man to suffer My goodness, this job is given to women. They can stand the most pain. And I admit it. When I get sick, oh man, I'm sick. When my wife gets sick, she's sick all the time, but she's an angel. She bears with it. So I tell you, the travails of a pregnant woman, the church, the trials, have already begun, people. Like I said, are we not being persecuted? Are we not being exiled? Are we not being cast away? Are we not being reviled and persecuted by they, them? 
by the world, by the beast, by the sign of the beast, by the mark of the beast, by the number of the beast, 666, with the act of Congress in 2020, in 2021, that they numbered 6666 and 666. These acts of Congress can be easily looked up and are again described in one of my podcasts where I give you the name, the sign, and the number of the beast. Have this not has has this not been thrust upon us and we refused to take upon us the sign of the beast? Refused to bend the knee to anyone but our God and refused to make a new religion of the new vac world religion? It's another one of my podcasts important to listen to. So all these things come together, my friends. And we see and when we see the he she reigning from the temple. When we see this transvestite having gay marriage from the temple, can that also not be a symbol? Just like the church is a symbol of a woman, this man, this transvestite, can, can, can the Antichrist not be symbolic of a homosexual man thrust into the temple and rather thrust but more impaling himself into the temple, demanding to be king, a he, she, queen of the world from the temple itself because we have just had new legislation with the Respect of Marriage Act which the church by the way saved us from because they imposed and they definitely objected to this law being universal in fact the only way they would support it is to have this law protect religious institutions but my friends This is only a window. This law will be universal once again. Do you think Congress is not going to vote in favor of a new law that includes religious institutions? Yes, we've been saved for now for having to accept homosexual marriage in religious institutions worldwide. Well, not worldwide, but at least in the United States. Would we not receive gladly the institution of gay marriage inside of religious institutions most of the world is convinced already and if it were not for the church of jesus christ latter-day saints stopping it it would already be upon us so when i say this i say that it is eminent to happen just like in one of my podcasts that i explained several podcasts actually you need to listen to those why the church supported the respect for marriage act because many of us have that backwards. It was a good thing. Listen to those episodes. And when you listen to those episodes, this makes even more sense. Having gay marriage thrust inside the temple and having this ordinance performed, that would very well fit the bill, wouldn't it? That would fit the bill of the Antichrist reigning from the temple that hasn't happened yet, but soon will. And so, I pause, my friends, and say to you, if the Antichrist is not a man or he, she, woman, woman, man, I'm sorry, (laughs) man, woman, man thing, if the Antichrist is not one, but many, as the brethren have suggested for years, then the Antichrist, my friends, has already started. Well, 
We need to step back on that one. I, it's a strong one. But yes, my friends, if what John the Revelator, John the Beloved, if what John saw in vision, and he saw many symbols, my friends, those revelations are packed with symbolism. It's not a literal this or a literal, literal that most of the time. It's symbolic. Symbolic. And so if this particular Antichrist is not a he person, but a organization, then his reign has already begun. And this can very well easily be seen because all of us agree that the tribulations have begun and the rapture that many were waiting for never happened because they had the order backwards. The taking up of the saints does not happen till afterward. After all the tribulations, after the saints are persecuted and insane. So if we are waiting for these events to happen by the Antichrist, and the Antichrist is an organization, my friends, then think about it. This organization, the Secret Society of Men, the Gadianton robbers, the ones that made us wear the masks, has already reigned upon the earth now since 2019 when their reign of terror began and they coronated themselves in their new temple, which they sacrosanct sacrificed an innocent blood by the shedding of that poor woman in January 6th. So if this already happened, my friends, then symbolically, this Antichrist, this organization, the Secret Society of Men, has already taken their place and has been ruling upon us. Even if we don't count the year 2019, we certainly have to count the year 2020. And we are in the year 2023. So this Antichrist has been reigning upon us for now two plus years. Two plus years, people. What has this Antichrist done, this organization, the secret society of men? Well, they certainly have, they certainly have fulfilled the first prophecy, bringing out the sign, the number, the token of the beast. They certainly brought it upon us and they have certainly inflicted this injection of terror, of horror, of death and released the angel of death. And certainly they have taken away, made flee the woman, closed down her borders, her, her walls, her doors, and only had bars open. Welcome into a bar, that's no problem. That's our new temple, the strip joint. And barely have the doors of the churches been open to receive what? People that have lost their faith, people that have been made to suffer, locked up in their own homes. And the children have suffered most, my goodness, they are wild, they are ravenous. They are without feeling towards their fathers and mothers. They have certainly lost their affections 
And so, my friends, I leave you with this thought. If the Antichrist is more of a symbol than an actual man, then we are in big trouble, my friends, because the timeline is shortened once again. And instead of us waiting for the seven years of the Antichrist to reign, we are simply waiting for the Antichrist to persecute the saints, make them suffer, and destroy them, rule and reign and overcome them. That's all we're waiting for, my friends. He's already among us, and so we've had two years of the seven. Which brings our timeline a little bit shorter, doesn't it? To before the second coming. Oh, doesn't shorten it too much more. A couple years. But it does make it a little bit tighter. Which I'll have to talk about in my next podcast before the second coming. Thank you for joining us, my friends. Warning, wake up sleepers, wake up woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. 